No evil shall befall you, no affliction come near your tent, for he commands his angels with regard to you to guard you wherever you go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined as always by my good friend, the legendary basketball player from St. John's University, Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how's it going today? Thanks, Deacon. I'm doing fine. How's everything? Everything is great. Uh, I know you want to talk about our guardian angels today, and just for context, the common teaching of the Catholic Church is that there's like a hierarchy of angels, a, a sacred ordering. There are seraphim and cherubim and thrones and dominions and powers, and finally, archangels and angels. And we're talking today about those beings that interact most directly with us here on earth, our guardian angels. Am I right? Yes, that's what we want to talk about. Um, you know, like you said in the beginning, there, there is a hierarchy. And St. Thomas says that the, the higher choirs uh, enlighten the lower choirs um, to, so that so they can fill, fulfill their mission that God gave them. But you're right. We're going to talk about the ninth and final choir, our guardian angels, because they're the ones that are most involved with our everyday doings. Yeah. These are the angels who, who they're loved by God because he assigned he has assigned each one of us at the moment of our conception, a guardian angel to watch over and guide us through life. I mean, we talk a lot about the saints, of course, and the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, but the angels don't really get enough credit. And the beauty about it is, like, as I said, we're all individually assigned one. It's, it's like one of those things that's in our midst all the time, but we're just not aware of it. I mean, the point I want to emphasize on this one is that we Catholics do believe in and accept the presence of angels. It's not just made up. <clears throat> they're in the Old Testament, the Psalms, the New Testament, and they're in our prayers and in our lives. The word angel means messenger. So whenever we're conscious of an angel, we're connected to God. I mean, they are pure spirits, as you said, Frank, sent to us by God to communicate his grace, his goodness, his truth. So, of course, their mission, if you will, is to assist the Lord Jesus. Yeah, we don't think enough of them as being related to us as adults. You know, you think of them always kind of related with children because, you know, you see the you see the angel with the wings and the angel with the harp. And, you know, they, they have some significance the, the wings really represent their ability to bilocate and to be somewhere in an instant. And the harp uh, signifies that they're always praising God. But I want to get into what are angels about? What do they do? And, and kind of, like as I said, their mission. They have an intellect, a mind, and a free will. You know, they know and love, but not, uh, not the way we do. It's kind of totally different. You know, we, we work things out in our minds. And man, we make decisions, some good, some bad. It's more like a trial and everything. Angels are not like that. They see everything in an instant. They don't go through a process. They know God's will for us. I think a good uh, example of that would be, you know, when you open your eyes, you see everything in front of you. That's how the angels um, are different. And that's why they are. Different. Okay. But we don't have an image of them in our mind and, and we don't name our guardian angels, right? No, you don't. I mean, insofar as they exist, um, an angel is a spirit, they're invisible, but when they act, they're real. When they act, you know, mm. as an angel, they're real. And the reason why we don't name our guardian angel is because 
they are higher than us. They have authority over us. An angel rules over us. He, he's my instructor or teacher. It would be like, you know, mm-hmm. a, a child calling a parent by their first name. That, that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. You, you, you don't do that. And, the, and the, the parent names the child, you know, because it because that is the hierarchy of the family. So that's why, right, we do not name. Makes sense. Archangels. Now, we have to mention two archangels, though. On September 29th, we, every year we celebrate the Feast of St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Yes. Raphael, the archangels yes. like Archbishop. And, and two of them are always alive. First, St. Michael the great defender of heaven against the force of evil, the devil, Lucifer. Uh, Michael is known as the guardian of the church and of Jesus in his earthly life. He's known as the guardian of the Pope and the guardian of the blessed sacrament. You know, the prayer of St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle, be our defender against the wickedness and snares of the devil. It also says, says, cast into hell Satan and all the other evil spirits who prowl around the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Many parishes right now, or have taken up this prayer during the pandemic. You know, the pandemic is such a widespread, like overwhelming difficulty that we need to call on the power of the archangel for that. And we do. Yes, absolutely. They have like a bigger mission. Um, the, 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 the idea of archangels, they, they protect nations, dioceses, um, religious communities. But, you know, the, the angels, um, the chief duty of our guardian angel really is to protect us from the snares of the devil. Right. The holy angels have power over the fallen angels. And remember, no holy angel can ever fall and no fallen angel can ever repent. You know, we, we can repent. Fallen angels can't. And they hate us for that. And that's why they want to come after us. Now, the angels sometimes we'll put a good memory, uh, a good thought in our head that'll benefit, benefit us. They're always trying to like inspire us uh, to, to do good. You know, sometimes, you know, if, if you're not uh, getting an inspiration, an angel will work through a friend or a coworker to get, to get their point across. The thing they're trying to do, they're always in trying to encourage us to do the right thing. They can't force us just like the devil can't force us but they can definitely uh, influence us. So an inspiration, a message from God is coming through an angel. I love to think about that. Remember when Joseph heard Mary was pregnant, he was going to quietly leave her. And the Bible says, such was his intention when behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. It's amazing that Joseph got this message in a dream, as you point out. Yeah, we're not always aware of how God is speaking to us, but the Bible says that it was an angel of the Lord who brought that message to Joseph. That's correct. And many of the saints had personal relationships with their guardian angel, namely Padre Pio. Padre Pio was would say he was often corrected by his guardian angel when he wasn't acting right. And he called his angel a shining man. But Padre Alessio, who we talked about in the podcast about Padre Pio, told a story that um, Padre Pio, you know, had to have his gloves after mass that covered his wounds. And they had to be right there, you know, in the sacristy when he got off the altar after mass. Now, the only time Padre Alessio could get rest was when Padre Pio was saying mass because he tended to the great saint all night. So every now and then he'd fall into a deep sleep and he would be, be awoken by a knock on the door and no one would be there. When he got to the sacristy just in time to give Padre Pio the gloves, 
Padre Pio would say to him, how many times do I have to send my guardian angel to wake you? Yeah. So, that's, you know, and nice. another, the other St. Francis of Rome, not St. Francis of Assisi, right. a great noble woman. She became a saint. She was married to a nobleman and she had a very special relationship with her guardian angels and her guardian angel helped her particularly with her in-laws and tough neighbors. So I guess a lot of people could use a guardian angel like St. Francis had, but they're really involved in like our everyday life. If you just, you know, if you just ask them, I, I have a, a sign, my, you know, I just say, ask your guardian angel. Don't forget to ask your guardian angel, you know? I like it uh, very much. Now the Angelus, people who know what that is, right? That's the noontime devotion that the church prays every day, published in, uh, in, uh, in modern form probably about in the 16th century. It's a devotion that reminds us of the angel Gabriel's annunciation to Mary, Mary's fiat, the incarnation of our Lord's passion and resurrection. It's repeated as a holy invitation, calling us to prayer and meditation every day. It starts with the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary and the responses, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. The angelists, the angels are part of our everyday dialogue with, with God, uh, Frank. Yeah, they're always, like as they say, they're always pushing us to do God's will. Another uh, good example of angels when they will help you is when you're going to visit a sick person or you're taking care of a, of a suffering friend or a sick child, you know, they'll often put the right words into our mouth at the time or the right thing to do. So that's another thing to keep to keep in mind. Yeah. You want us to reach out to our guardian angel. I love it. You know, in the confidio, I confess to Almighty God and you, my brothers and sisters, in my thoughts and my words. It says that, so I ask Blessed Mary, ever virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. In our regular prayer, the confidio, we call on the angels to yes. pray for us. Yes, we don't think, like as I said, we, we think about a lot of other helps in the church, but we don't. We don't think about going to our guardian angel enough. And that's something that hopefully with this podcast, we'll get people more aware of that. And you will see, you will see them come into your life and help you. But we can't be presumptuous that that would be protected if we're doing something displeasing to God. They'll try to get us on the right road, but we have to be doing the right thing. Well, I you've encouraged me with this because I hadn't been thinking about my guardian angel. And I, I reach out to Mary now. I reach out to Padre Pio in prayer. I like Sister right. Faustina. But let's say this prayer, uh, the guardian angel prayer. My guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Beautiful. Thanks, Deacon. Hey, folks, don't forget to like us and follow us on your podcast platform and send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'm going to reach out to my guardian angel right after this podcast. I love it. Take care, Deacon. God bless.